Frederick Theater presents Quarantine. It's the radio comedy series about teenagers staying at home during a pandemic by teenagers staying at home during a pandemic. Quarantine is written, acted, and produced by the theater department of Frederick High School and is recorded online by students sheltering in place. If you like what you hear, please like and subscribe to Frederick Theater on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now, on with the show. Our first story today is about 17-year-old Amanda Osgood. The first few weeks of the pandemic haven't affected her very much. Her mother is still working, she still has her job as a part-time delivery driver for a local restaurant, and since her best friend Lindsay lives next door, she still gets to see her BFF every day, even if they don't leave their yards. Let's check in on Amanda as she makes one of her deliveries. Hey, Lindsay, you up yet? I am now. What's up? Just making sure you still had a pulse. Hilarious. You could have just texted. I'm driving right now. You can't text while driving. It's unsafe. Well, so is talking on a cell phone. Not when your car has Bluetooth. Whatever. So you're at work already? Already? Dude, I'm almost done. Almost done? But it's only 12.30? What? You really need to start getting up earlier. I can't help it. This staying at home all day has thrown off my sleep schedule. Yeah, it's totally the virus and not you staying up until 3 a.m. binging reality shows about cheating housewives. Listen, I don't insult your life choices. Yeah, working a job, driving responsibly, sticking to a schedule in a world without attendance policies. I really need to get it together, don't I? At least I have hobbies. I paint, I sculpt. I cook dinner almost every night. What do you do for fun? You work. I do more than just work. I exercise, and I read magazines, and... And you spend all your time on social media until it's time to go to work again. And you don't even like your job. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Every day after work, you come over and complain about all the customers that don't tip and how the manager keeps hitting on you. Ugh. You know what he did today? He told me I was his most essential employee and not to worry about my hours while looking at my chest the entire time. Gross. You need to report him. It's his restaurant. Who would I report him to? At least right now, all I do is drive, so I don't really have to be around him. But Amanda, it's not okay. I know, but I'll quit as soon as I find something better. Then I'll let you slash his tires or whatever to get even. Okay. So you want to go for a run when I get home? Sure. I need to get out of the house. Hey, do you want to stop by the drugstore after and pick up some nail polish? Yes. My nails look like trash right now. I can't wait until I can get a real manicure again. Manicure? Pedicure? I really need to get my eyebrows threaded. I'm starting to look like a muppet. Well, hopefully all this will end soon. Lindsay? Lindsay! I just got hit! Are you okay? I don't know, I- Hold on, I'm coming to get you.
Hey. Hey, Lindsay. I came by to see how you were doing, you know, after yesterday. Yeah, sorry. I meant to text you. I'm still pretty shaken up. Thanks for picking me up, driving me to the hospital, and calling my mom. Dude, don't sweat it. It's what friends do. I wish I could give you a hug. Are you hurt? Just a couple of cuts from the glass and a bruise from the seatbelt. I'm lucky he hit the passenger side. Was he drunk? I don't know. All the police said was that he didn't have insurance. Oh, no. My car was totaled, Linz. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mom needs hers for work, and neither of us have any money saved up for a new one. Can't you sue him if he didn't have insurance? I don't know. I'm just really overwhelmed with everything. The car, the doctor's office, quitting. Wait, you decided this was the morning to quit? I had to. I can't make deliveries on a bicycle. Well, at least that's good, right? You hated it there. Now no more rude customers, no more pervy Pete. I needed that job, and I can't get another one right now. This is just... it just sucks so much. Hey, hey, it'll be okay. Really? How? Well... Oh, I know. Talk to my Uncle Wayne. Uncle Wayne? Yeah. He owns a shop on the edge of town. We get a lot of our cars from him. I'll talk to him, and I'm sure he can set you up with a family deal. No way. He would do that? Sure. I'm going to text him right now. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. Um, hello? Well, hi there. You must be Lindsay's friend. I'm Wayne. Amanda Osgood. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. I'd shake your hand. But with the virus and all. <laughs> no, I get it. So Lindsay said you were in an accident. Yeah, I got T-bones a couple days ago. My car was ruined. And you need a new one. Yeah, Lindsay said you would give me the family deal? Well, sure. Any friend of Lindsay's is family in my book. Okay then, I have $800 in savings. Now, I know it isn't much, but I hope that it can get something used. What? I also can have my mom co-sign, though she works during the day, so... Miss Amanda, are you asking me to buy a car? What kind of business do you think I run here? I thought you ran a dealership. A dealership? No. I'm in the salvage business. Salvage? Yep. I take some mechanical work here and there, but my main business is taking wrecked cars, stripping them for parts, and selling those parts. But then what did Lindsay mean when she said you would give me the family deal for a car? You see that lot over there? Yes. Now, all those junkers have solid bodies. They just need some TLC. Pick out whichever one you want, and if you fix it, it's yours. If I fix it? That's the family deal. Tell me what parts you need, and I'll order them in. I'll even let you use my tools if you disinfect them afterwards. But I don't know how to fix a car. If I paid you, could you do it? Sorry, but I can't. All the factories in China are shut down, and our auto plants here are making respirators, so there's a shortage of replacement auto parts. I've got orders out the wazoo, and I don't have time. Look, miss, I wish I could do more, but that's the offer. You'll get a car and what you need to fix it if you do the work. I'll let you think it over, and, and you can let me know tomorrow, okay? Okay. Hey, Amanda. 
Don't hey me. I've been waiting for you to come home for like two hours. You didn't answer any of my texts. Sorry, I was at work. Work? You don't work. I do now. I was thinking about what you said yesterday, so I decided to be more responsible and get a job. How? Every business is shut down and everyone's laying off their employees. Well, luckily, I got the inside scoop about an opening and was hired on the spot. I am now officially an essential worker charged with the critical duty of braving the virus-filled landscape to deliver sustenance at the doors of my clients. I expect my medal any day now. Wait a minute. Did you take my job? Well, it wasn't your job anymore. You quit. But why? I have my reasons. Maybe I wanted to see if pervy Pete was just smitten with you, or if he would try to get within six feet of any female employee. Oh, that's real funny. It's almost as funny as you telling me your uncle would give me a deal on a car. What? When I talked to Uncle Wayne, he said he would- Oh, he did! But you didn't tell me I had to build my own car. If I did, you wouldn't have gone. What were you thinking? I was thinking I was helping out my friend. Listen, you need a car. Uncle Wayne has cars. His cars need work. You like work. But I can't fix a car. Why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? It can't be because you don't have the parts or tools. Uncle Wayne will give you everything you need. It can't be because you don't have the time. As long as the world is shut down, you have all the time in the world. Afraid to break a nail? We live in a world without haircuts or manicures or going anywhere that requires you to put on makeup. So you can get a little messy. But I don't know how to fix a car. Look at the manual, ask Uncle Wayne. Pull up a YouTube video, you'll figure it out. But- What do you think of Kevin Gardner? Kevin Gardner? Yeah, Kevin Gardner. We sit by him in government. Brown hair, beady eyes, wears a trucker hat unironically. He's the dumbest person I ever met. Yes, and you know what he does for fun? He fixes cars. If he can do it, so can you. <sighs> okay. Well, good morning, Miss Amanda. Good morning, Wayne. I'm here to fix a car. Wonderful. Let's go over and pick you out a good one. Wow, there's so many. Take your time. You don't want to rush it. Um, ooh, I really like the look of this one. You've got a good eye. That's a 1969 Plymouth Barracuda. Is that a good one? This car is a thing of beauty. They don't make them like this anymore. So what will I have to do to fix it? The engine is still solid but needs new belts and a tune-up. The oil pan leaks and the fuel line needs to be checked out. The alternator's shot. You'll want to check the brakes and rotors to see if they're still good. The seats definitely need reupholstering and, of course, new filters, tires, and fluids. That's a lot of work. Yep. Where should I start? Wherever you want. I'll get you the manual, read it, and ask me any questions you have once you're done. Then we'll put it into the garage this afternoon. Got it. Hey, Wayne? Yeah? Thank you.
Okay, so I washed everything with soapy water to get rid of the grime. I put a new coat of high-temperature paint on the block. I replaced the timing and serpentine belts. I installed new piston rings. And I double-checked the alignment of the crankshaft and camshaft. What next? Did you torque the main cap bolts in sequence? Yep. Inside one's at 75, outside one's at 60, just like the manual said. Good. We should be ready for gaskets then. Can you come here and give me a hand? Sure. What are you doing? Removing this fuel pump. Can you squeeze in there and get those bolts? My hand's a little too big. Okay. Are these the bolts? Sure are. Great. You know, it's funny. When you told me two weeks ago that I would have to fix a car myself, I thought it would be impossible. But it's not that bad. You just have to know what things are called and follow the directions. I'm glad you came around to it. It's actually really fun. Taking things apart, putting them back together all nice and clean. It's really relaxing work. And the best part is that most of the time, it's just you and the car. All your worries about life and the world just melt away. Yeah, I had this restaurant job, and let me tell you, they would complain about every little thing. This glass has too much ice. I wanted red bell peppers, not green ones. Sounds like that job wasn't a good fit for you. No, I hated it. Okay, it's off. How much were they paying you at the restaurant? $10 an hour. How many hours a week? 20 Well, with the big automakers still unable to make parts, I can't keep up with the orders. You got pretty good at using those tools, and since you like it... Are you offering me a job? It'll be just until this demand dies down. I can pay you $13 an hour, 20 hours a week. After a while, you might be able to help me with the repair work, and I can pay you a little more. So uh, what do you say? Would you be willing to pay me in parts instead? I really want to restore the interior and maybe upgrade the stereo system. I think we could do that. Then it's a deal. I'd shake your hand, but with the virus and all. No, I get it. Your carriage awaits, madam. Sorry I'm late. Hey, Uncle Wayne. Lindsay, how's my favorite niece? I'm your only niece. You ready to go, Amanda? Yeah. See you tomorrow, Wayne. See ya. You'll never guess what happened to me today. Alien abduction. No. Uncle Wayne has been so impressed with my work that he offered me a job here. Really? That's great. Thanks. I have some work-related news, too. I got fired. Fired? How? Today I got my first paycheck. Yeah? And as he's signing it, Pervy Pete says that he may have a way of giving me a raise. Oh, no. Did he... What he suggested would have made one of the TV housewives blush. So I told him I wasn't that kind of girl, and I called him the worst thing I could think of. Was it what you called Mr. Sharp when he failed you in chemistry? Worse. It's what you called Jackson Culpepper when he dumped me at homecoming. Oh, no. So he fired me. I can't believe that skeevy jerk. <laughs> yeah, neither could his wife. What? Oh, did I not mention that I'm friends with his wife on social media? Or that I only took that job because I was disgusted by how that stub rag treated you? So I recorded every conversation we had, and when I posted this afternoon's lovely exchange, her comments were very interesting. No. Yes. I drove over to his house and watched from across the street as she threw all his stuff on the lawn. I can't believe you did this for me. Of course. You're my best friend. 
Now, let's get home. The night is young, and I have a lot of reality TV to catch up on. Quarantine will return with another story in a moment. But first, we'd like to talk a little bit about fiction. Fiction is a very powerful tool, not just to entertain us, but to educate us. For example, every single one of the stories you hear in our program are fictional, but based off the real experiences of actual teenagers that we interview. We fact-check every story in an effort to present realistic depictions of what it's like living in this historic moment. However, there are a lot of other fictions being spread in the world right now. Fictions that can cost lives. For example, some people believe that young people are immune from this disease. This is not true, as 20% of all deaths so far have been of those under 25. The virus is also neurotoxic, meaning it can harm brain development in children and teens. It is another common belief that this virus is no more deadly than the seasonal flu. It is in fact 20 times deadlier than the flu. And more Americans have died from this pandemic in the past two months than have died from the flu in the past year. Another pervasive myth is that there is a miracle cure that will kill the virus, from eating bulb after bulb of garlic, to drugs used to treat malaria, to drinking bleach. The uninformed have been trying various cures only to get sick and even die for their actions. Remember, the only cure will be a vaccine approved by scientists and doctors. And while that cure is coming, it will take a while. So ignore these fictions and remember the facts. The only sure way to avoid the virus is prevention. So wear a protective face covering when outside the home. Keep at least six feet between you and others and never gather in a group of more than 10. Wash your hands with soap and water frequently. And if you feel sick, quarantine yourself from others. Remember, safety is everyone's responsibility during this outbreak. And now, back to quarantine. Our next story is about Ben Hughes, an only child who has been escaping his worries about the pandemic through near-constant gaming. That is, when his parents aren't giving him chores in an effort to get him out of his gaming chair and out into the real world. Ben's mowed lawns, shoveled driveways, and even walked dogs, all without complaint. But as we'll see, he may not be up to his next task. They didn't see that coming. Nice one, Ben. I'll flink their other side. Can you cover me? On it. Going in. There's one behind you. Got him. Ah, on me, on me. You good? Nope, I'm dead. Damn it. Well, maybe if you played more, you'd be better. It's not my fault. My mom and stepdad won't stop giving me things to do. Since I can't go anywhere, they want me to use this time to build character or some other stupid... Ben? Speak of the devil. What's up, Ron? Oof. When's the last time you cleaned this room? This smells worse than my old college dorm. Ron went to college? What did he major in? Your mom? Shut up. Excuse me? Not you, Ron. I was talking to Chris over the headset. Oh, okay. Well, tell him goodbye. I want you to come downstairs and meet someone. Do I have to? I just respond. You know the drill. Your mom doesn't want you to spend all day in front of a screen. Off it goes. Okay, fine. I've got to go, Chris. Enjoy cleaning the gutters or whatever.
There you are. Ben, this is Liberty. Oh, hi there. Does she know how to talk? Of course she does. She's just shy. Okay, so why is she here? Liberty's mom is my manager at the clinic. Her regular sitter tested positive and is under quarantine, so she won't have childcare for two weeks. I told her we'd take care of Liberty. What? How could you? She could have the virus. She could kill us all. Oh, come on. How can someone so cute kill us all? She can be a carrier. I saw it on the news. Those things can carry the virus and not show any symptoms and just infect everyone around them. She's not a thing. She's a little girl. And her whole family was tested two days ago after the incident with her nanny. She's fine. All right. So what? She'll just hang around with you for the next two weeks? No, Ben. I have to go to the clinic, and your mom's working doubles all week, which means you are going to babysit Liberty. Me? Babysit? I can't babysit a human child? It's not hard, Ben. Give her things to do. Make her lunch. Fine, I guess I can just turn on cartoons and park her in front of the TV. I don't think so, buddy. Your mom set the lock code before she left for work. You've got to be kidding me. Can't you unlock it? Sorry, champ, but she won't even give me the code. I miss watching sports all day. But, but how do I keep a child entertained without TV? Just play with her. It isn't rocket science. I can't do this. Well, you have to. And I'm not asking you to do it for free. I'll give you five bucks an hour. How does that sound? Five bucks? That's not even minimum wage. Or if you don't like my offer, I could call your mom and see what she thinks about it. No, don't. I'll do it. Great! I knew you wouldn't let me down. Now I'll be back to drive her home at 6. Bye-bye, Liberty. Bye, Mr. Hughes. Have a good day. So, Liberty. Yeah? Uh, how are you? I'm bored, and I have to go to the bathroom. So, a little help? Oh, uh, do you need me to change a diaper, or...? I'm nine, jackass. I just want you to show me where the bathroom is. Oh, it's down the hall, second door. Thanks. This isn't going to go well, is it? No. No, it is not. You've got to come over, man. No way. If my mom finds out I left the house to hang with a friend, she'll kill me. You're not hanging out with a friend. You're saving a friend from certain disaster. She's all small and weird. And the mouth on her. And how am I supposed to save you? I don't know anything about kids. You have sisters. Older sisters? They were always babysitting me, not the other way around. Well, can you remember anything about them when they were nine? What they like to do or whatever. They're really into riding bikes and having sleepovers. Pandemic, Chris. Pandemic. Right. Uh, they had a bunch of dolls and they would play dress up and I think they had tea parties. But I don't have dolls or any of that. Okay, calm down. I'll go ask my sisters if they have any toys or whatever from when they were kids and I'll bring them over. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. I've got to go. She's coming back. All right. Good luck, man. Later. Later. So, Liberty, did you find the bathroom okay? No. I think I made a big mess in your laundry room. What? Relax. I'm joking. Okay. So, what do you want to do? 
I don't know. You know what might be fun? A tea party. A tea party? Yeah, we could sit around and make tea. You have no idea what a tea party is, do you? I do not. You get all your stuffed animals and your tea set, and you get all dressed up and pretend to host a party with pretend tea. Oh, okay. Do you want to do that? No, I don't even like real tea. But we could drink coffee. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. You're allowed to drink coffee. As far as you know. Let's do something else. Oh, we could play dolls. Do you have any dollies in your bag? I find that to be a very sexist assumption. Oh, sorry. I don't like dollies. I like Batman. Okay, okay. Why don't we try this? You tell me things that you usually do while hanging around the house. Can we try that? Fine. Do you have any sidewalk chalk? I don't think so. Coloring books? Uh, no. A puzzle? All the ones we have are missing pieces. You know you're the worst babysitter ever, right? Not ever. What about the butcher lady in Kansas? Have you ever even been a babysitter before? No, but I had a turtle for four years. I took care of him. Really? Where's your turtle now? I, I tried jumping over him with my bike. Oh. Yeah, did not end well. Well, at least we're having fun talking. You just compared yourself to a murderer, then admitted to killing your pet. Okay, let's switch topics. How's school? I haven't been there since March. Okay, do you have a job? I'm nine. Do you have a boyfriend? I'm nine. Do you like animals? What's your favorite animal? It used to be turtles. You know, maybe talking is overrated. Let's just sit here, quietly. Hey, I've got an idea for something we can do. What is it? Your mom has a jewelry box, right? Yeah. And makeup and nail polish. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Great. Why don't we play a game of makeover? Oh, okay. That could be fun. Oh, it's going to be really fun. Hello? Ben? Chris, thank God you're here. Sorry it took me a few minutes. I... Are you wearing lipstick? We've been playing makeover. She did my nails and shaped my eyebrows, too. You look like a circus reject. Do you have the stuff? Yeah. There's craft supplies, some sidewalk chalk, a couple of books, and some dolls. She hates dolls. But the rest of this is good. Thanks. Right? Well, that's my cue to leave. Are you sure you can't stay? No way. I've got to get back before my mom knows I'm gone. But you've got this. And look, a lot of guys have pierced ears. You'll be fine. Later. Coward! Who was that? My friend Chris. He brought over some things I think you might like. Let me see. Hmm. Not bad. Construction paper. Fabric, plastic lace, dolls, ew. Here, why don't you read one of these books while I make you lunch? Okay. So, what do you want? Babysitter's Club or Nancy Drew? Nancy Drew. 
You're the one who needs to read a book about babysitting. Ha ha. Now what do you want for lunch? I make a mean peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm allergic to gluten. Okay then. So grilled cheese? No. Try again. Noodles with cheese. Do you know how to make a garden salad with chickpeas? I know what salads and chickpeas are. Forget the book. I'll show you how to make lunch like a grown-up. But I want something in return. What? Coffee. Okay. Deal. Oh, and Ben. Yeah. Wash off that makeup. You look hideous. Hey Ben, can I have more Kool-Aid? Sure. Still trying to get the taste of original roast out of your mouth, huh? I can't believe adults actually drink that stuff. It tasted like chalk. How do you know what chalk tastes like? I'm nine. It happens. What are you doing? Reading. Did you know that most babysitters get thirteen or fourteen dollars an hour? Ron is ripping me off. You do know that I was kidding when I said you should read that. It won't make you a better babysitter. I don't know. Christy really seems to know what she's doing. Let me see the cover. Oh, this one's sad. She has to put her dog down. Spoilers. Sorry. Here's your Kool-Aid. So how's craft time going? It's going. I made a bunch of drawings, but then I got bored. Well then, how about we make a secret fort out of blankets? I got the idea from page forty-nine. That might be fun. We can even make it a blanket bat cave, and I'll be Batman, and you can be Robin. No way! I get to be Batman. Nah, uh. Yahoo!、Uh-huh. I'm older. Well, I'm smarter. Batman is a scientist. You couldn't even make a salad without help. Okay, okay, I give up. You're Batman, but I'm not gonna be Robin. No, you're Alfred because he's older than Batman and makes Batman's lunch and does whatever Batman says. Okay then, shall we go to the Batcave, Master Wayne? <laughs> ben. Yeah. Here. What is it? I kind of made you a bracelet. Really? Why? Because you spend all day doing nice things for me. Because you let me taste coffee, even though it's gross, and because you're not really the worst babysitter ever. Thank you, Liberty. Hey, Ben. We've been spending all day doing the things I want to do. What do you do for fun? Me? Oh, I usually play video games in my room. Really? Cool. You like video games? Kinda. I don't have any at my house, but I've played them at my friend's house. Well, I have two controllers. Instead of making our fort, do you want to go upstairs and play? Can we still make it tomorrow? Sure. Do you have games with Batman fighting people? I have games with Batman fighting criminals, games with Batman fighting Superman, and games where Batman is fighting Legos. But won't your mom get mad at you for playing video games? I won't tell if you won't. Deal. Deal. Now let's go pawn some newbies. Did I say that right? Close enough. I'll teach you how to trash talk after I teach you the controls. Come on, partner.
Quarantine is presented by Frederick Theater and the students of Frederick High School in Frederick, Colorado. This series was created by Brandon Kuhn and was produced by actual high school students sheltering in place and recording their audio remotely. This audio was directed by Emily Ferguson and mixed and edited by Will Greiner, with original music by Kyle Liss. Our first story, Fixing the Problem, was written by Brandon Kuhn. The story featured the vocal talents of Lauren Bailey as Amanda, Riley Lorimer as Lindsay, and Mr. Gary Doss as Uncle Wayne. Our second story, Can't Stand Sitting, was also written by Brandon Kuhn. The story featured the vocal talents of Will Greiner as Ben, Ethan Noyce as Chris, Giada DeJulio as Liberty, and Thomas Beaker as Ron. If you'd like to support Frederick Theatre, make sure to like and subscribe to Frederick Theatre on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so you never miss an episode. You should also like and subscribe to our distribution partner, The Frederick Scout, Frederick High's student news source. This is Jamie Gagnon, and for all of us here at Frederick Theatre, I hope that you stay safe, stay home, and stay healthy. And be sure to tune in next week. For as long as there's a pandemic and teenagers are under shelter-in-place guidelines, there will be a need for quarantine. Why, hello. Have you heard about The School for Scandal? It's a new four-part radio fiction about a campus where the only thing taught is gossip. When Dean Peter Teasel crosses student Veronica Sneerwell, she vows to use her gossip blog to bring down the dean and his whole family. What follows is a crazy tale of disguises, lies, and peacocks. The first episode drops Wednesday, May 6th, so make sure to tune in then and every Wednesday in May for another episode of School for Scandal, brought to you by Frederick Theatre.